Hi, and welcome back to Just Ask the Question. I am Brian Karam, and guess what we're going to do this week, folks? Uh, I've had a request from many people who say they just don't have time to read the indictment of the United States of America versus Donald J. Trump and Waltine Nauta. They're defendants in the indictment that the grand jury charges in several allegations. So, in order to help you people out, reading it in voices, with commentary, and with panache, hopefully is myself. So, sit back and relax and enjoy it, and here's the story. It, it reads almost like a really good narrative. In this modern age of misinformation and deceit, Just Ask the Questions newsletter cuts through the BS and gets to the truth. With Brian's in-depth articles, columns, and exclusive content not released anywhere else. Get the scoop and stay in the know. Sign up for the Just Ask the Question newsletter now at substack.com slash J-A-T-Q podcast. Page one, United States of America versus Donald J. Trump and Waltina Alta defendants. Indictment. The grand jury charges that general allegations at times material to this indictment on or about the dates and approximate times stated below. Introduction. One, defendant Donald J. Trump was the 45th president of the United States of America. I'm telling you, he thinks he didn't get any respect. He held office from January 20th. 2017 until January 20th, 2021. As President Trump had lawful access to the most sensitive classified documents and national defense information gathered and owned by the United States government, including information from the agencies that comprise the United States intelligence community and the United States Department of Defense. That's some heavy lifting. Number two, over the course of his presidency, Trump gathered newspapers, press clippings, letters, notes, cards, photographs, official documents and other materials in, I don't even know want to know what those are, in cardboard boxes that he kept in the White House. As a reporter, I can tell you there were several times we saw him carry them out too. Among the materials Trump stored in his boxes were hundreds of classified documents. Number three, the classified documents Trump stored in his boxes included information regarding defense and weapons capabilities of both the United States and foreign countries. Fat chance I'll ever trust us again. United States nuclear programs, potential vulnerabilities of the United States, potential vulnerabilities of the United States and its allies to military attack and plans for possible retaliation in response to a foreign attack. Guess I'll have to redraw those. The unauthorized disclosure of these classified documents could put at risk the national security of the United States, foreign relations, 
the safety of the United States military and human sources and the continued viability of sensitive intelligence collection methods. He's screwing the spies too, or telling you where all the microphones and cameras are. At 12 p.m., that would be noon, on January 20th, 2021, Trump ceased to be president. Yes, I remember that day well. As he departed the White House, Trump caused scores of boxes, many of which contain classified documents, to be transported to the Mar-a-Lago Club in Palm Beach, Florida, where he maintained his residence. Trump was not authorized to possess or retain those classified documents. We witnessed him doing this on the South Lawn. Number five. The Mar-a-Lago Club was an active social club, which, between January 2021 and August 2022, hosted events for 10,000s members and guests. After Trump's presidency, the Mar-a-Lago Club was not an authorized location for the storage, possession, review, display, or discussion of classified documents. Nevertheless, Trump stored his boxes containing classified documents in various locations, at the Mar-a-Lago Club. All we need is the music in the background, a little salsa to go with it, including in a ballroom, what I say, a bathroom and shower, an office space, has his bedroom, and a storage room. Number six, on two occasions in 2021, Trump showed classified documents to others as follows. A, in July 2021 at Trump National Golf Club in Bedminster, New Jersey, the Bedminster Club, well, at least he's original, during an audio-recorded meeting with a writer, a publisher, and two members of his staff, none of whom possessed a security clearance, Trump showed and described a plan of attack, quote, plan of attack, unquote, that Trump said was prepared for him by the Department of Defense and a senior military official. Trump told the individuals that the plan was, quote, unquote, highly confidential and, quote, secret, End quote. Trump also said, quote, as president, I could have declassified it and now I can't, you know, but this is still a secret, period. End of quotation. Number B, in August or September of 2021 at the Bedminster Club, Trump showed a representative of his political action committee who did not possess a security clearance, a classified map related to a military operation and told a representative that he should not be showing it to the representative and the representative should not get too close. That's hilarious. <laughs> Don't get too close. You may burn. Don't look at it. Number seven, on March 30th, 2022, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, opened a criminal investigation into the unlawful retention of classified documents at the Mar-a-Lago Club. A federal grand jury investigation began the next month. The grand jury issued a subpoena requiring Trump to turn over all documents with classified markings. Trump endeavored to obstruct the FBI and grand jury investigations and conceal his continued retention of classified documents by, among other things, well, A, suggesting that his attorney falsely represent to the FBI and grand jury that Trump did not have any documents called for by the grand jury investigation. B, directing defendant Waltinauta to move boxes of documents to conceal them from Trump's attorney, the FBI, and the grand jury. C, suggesting that his attorney hide or destroy documents called for by the grand jury subpoena. 
It only gets better. D, providing to the FBI and grand jury just some of the documents called for by the grand jury subpoena while claiming that he was cooperating fully. He lied. And E, causing a certification to be submitted to the FBI and grand jury falsely representing that all documents called for by the grand jury subpoena had been produced, while knowing that, in fact, not all such documents had been produced. Eight, as a result of Trump's retention of classified documents after his presidency and refusal to return them, hundreds of classified documents were not recovered by the United States government until 2022, as follows. On January 17th, uh, nearly one year after Trump left office and after months of demands of the National Archives and Records Administration for Trump to provide all missing presidential records, Trump, Trump provided only 15 boxes, which contained 197 documents with classification markings. Hey, Just Ask the Question podcast listeners. If you've got a second, head on over to Twitter and follow our official page, JATQ Podcast. That's JATQ Podcast. In this modern age of misinformation and deceit, Just Ask the Questions newsletter cuts through the BS and gets to the truth with Brian's in-depth articles, columns, and exclusive content not found anywhere else. Get the scoop and stay in the know. Sign up for the Just Ask the Question newsletter now at substack.com slash JATQ podcast. B. On June 3rd, in response to a grand jury subpoena, Trump declared his candidacy for presidency for his new uh, November 15th of 2022. This investigation began before he declared. So on June 3rd, in response to a grand jury subpoena demanding the production of all documents with classified markings, Trump's attorney provided to the FBI 38 more documents with classification markings. C, on August 8th. Pursuant to a court-authorized search warrant, the FBI recovered from Trump's office and a storage room at the Mar-a-Lago Club 102 more documents with classified markings. Now let's talk about Trump's co-conspirator, this lucky devil. His future is ruined. Uh, this is uh, number nine on page four. Defendant Nalto was a member of the United States Navy, stationed as a valet in the White House during Trump's uh, presidency. He's also a former naval cook, I believe. Beginning in August of 2021, he became an executive assistant in the office of Donald J. Trump and served as Trump's personal aide or quote-unquote body man. Nalto reported to Trump, worked closely with Trump, and traveled with Trump. Number 10, the Mar-a-Lago Club. dun 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 uh, all right, Barry Manilow should be playing there. Uh, number 10, the Mar-a-Lago Club was was located on South Ocean Boulevard in Palm Beach, Florida, and included Trump's residence, more than 25 guest rooms, two ballrooms, a spa, a gift store, exercise facilities, office space, and an outdoor pool and patio. As of January 21, the Mar-a-Lago Club had hundreds of members and was staffed by more than 150 full-time, part-time and temporary employees. I wonder if any of them had uh, um, classification. Anyway, number 11, between January 2021 and August of 2022, the Mar-a-Lago Club hosted more than 150
50 social events, including weddings, movie premieres, and fundraisers that together drew tens of thousands of guests. Number 12, the United, this is on page five. The United States Secret Service, the Secret Service, provided protection services to Trump and his family after he left office, including at the Mar-a-Lago Club, but it was not responsible for the protection of Trump's boxes or their contents. Trump did not inform the Secret Service that he was storing boxes containing classified documents at the Mar-a-Lago Club. Hmm. Classified information. Number 13. National security information was information owned by, produced by, produced for, and under the control of the United States government. Pursuant to Executive Order 12958, signed on April 17, 1995, as amended by Executive Order 13292, and on March 25, 2003, and Executive Order 13526 on December 29, 2009, look it up to see who the presidents were, national security information was classified as top secret, secret, or confidential as follows. A, information was classified as top secret, if the unauthorized disclosure of that information reasonably could be expected to cause exceptionally grave damage to the national security that the original classification authority was able to identify or describe. B, information was classified as merely secret. If the unauthorized disclosure of that information reasonably could be expected to cause serious damage to the national security and the original classification authority, was able to identify or describe, much the same as number two. Number three, C, information was classified as confidential if the unauthorized disclosure of that information reasonably could be expected to cause damage to the national security and that the original classification authority was able to identify or describe. 14, I don't know why they did three paragraphs for that, but okay. Number 14, the classification marking no foreign quote, N-O-F-O-R-N, all in caps, unquote, stood for not releasable to foreign nationals and denoted that dissemination of that information was limited to United States persons, which you think Donald Trump would take seriously with all his rantings and ravings about foreign nationals coming over from other countries. Anyway, number 15, classified information related to intelligence sources, Methods and analytical processes was designated as sensitive compartmented information, SCI. SCI was to be processed, stored, used, or discussed in an accredited, sensitive compartmented information facility. You know it is SCIF and SCIF, and Donald says that's something else. Anyway, only individuals with the appropriate security clearance and additional SCI permissions were authorized to have access to such national security information. When the vulnerability of or threat to, this is 16, to specific classified information was exceptional and the normal criteria for determining eligibility for access, the classified information were insufficient to protect the information from unauthorized disclosure, the United States could establish SAPSs, quote SAPs, Special Access Programs, to further protect the classified information. The number of these programs was to be kept at an absolute minimum and limited to programs in which the number of persons who ordinarily would have access would be reasonably small and commensurate with the objective of providing enhanced protection 
for the information involved. Only individuals with the appropriate security clearance and additional SAP permissions were authorized to have access to such national security information, which was subject to enhanced handling and storage requirements. You get where this is going. Number 17, pursuant to Executive Order 13526, information classified at any level could be lawfully accessed only by persons determined by an appropriate United States government official to be eligible for access to classified information and who had signed an approved non-disclosure agreement, received a security clearance, and who had a quote-unquote need to know the classified information. After this presidency, Trump was not authorized to possess or retain classified documents. Uh -uh -uh. Castle Thunder right there, folks. Number 18, Executive Order 13526 provided that a former president could obtain a waiver of the quote-unquote need-to-know requirement if the agency head or senior agency official of the agency that originated the classified information, one, determined in writing that access was consistent with the interest of national security, and two, took appropriate steps to protect this classified information from unauthorized disclosure or compromise and ensured that the information was safeguarded in a manner consistent with the order. Trump, dun-dun-dun, did not obtain any such waiver after his presidency. The executive branch departments and agencies whose classified documents Trump retained after his presidency. That'll be the next topic we take on, on page seven of the 49-page indictment of Donald J. Trump. And that's the way it is. We're going to take a short commercial break. When we come back, we'll have more. Hey, you. Yeah, you. We're talking to you, and we need your help. As you probably know, independent journalism is a vital pillar of our democracy. Like everything else, it's not free. We're asking all longtime listeners of the show to help support us by becoming a member on Patreon. For the price of a latte, you can help guard democracy. Join us today at patreon.com slash J-A-T-Q podcast to help us keep bringing you the podcast you love and the facts you deserve. For those of you who just can't be bothered to read, I'm reading it for you. I hope you enjoy it. It's a one-act play in 49 pages. The indictment of Donald J. Trump. Unbelievable as it is. We're at uh, page 7. And number 19, the executive branch departments and agencies whose classified documents Trump retained after his presidency. This will be fun. As part of his official duties as president, Trump received intelligent briefings from, briefings from high levels United States government officials, including briefings from the director of the Central Intelligence Agency, comma, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, comma, senior White House officials, and a designated briefer. He regularly received a collection of classified intelligence from the United States intelligence community, that would be USIC, known as the president's quote-unquote daily brief. Number 20, the USIC's mission was to collect, analyze, and deliver former foreign intelligence and counterintelligence information to American leaders, including the president, 
policymakers, law enforcement, and the military so they can make sound decisions to protect the United States. The USIC consisted of United States executive branch departments and agencies responsible for the conduct of foreign relations and the protection of national security. They have the, you know, the nation's uh, interests at heart. Anyway, number 21, after his presidency, Trump retained classified documents originated by or implicating the equities of multiple USIC members and other executive branch departments and agencies, including the following. And folks, this is where it gets damn interesting. Of the documents that Donald Trump kept, A, he kept them from... (laughs) the Central Intelligence Agency. CIA was responsible for providing intelligence on foreign countries and global issues to the president and other policymakers to help them make national security decisions. B, uh uh-huh, ready? The Department of Defense. The DOD was responsible for providing the military forces needed to deter war and ensure national security. Some of the executive branch agencies comprising the USIC were within the DOD. C, guess, just guess. I'll tell you. National Security Agency. The National Security Agency was a combat support agency within DOD and a member of the USIC responsible for foreign signals intelligence and cyber security. Say that again. Cyber security. This included collecting, processing, and disseminating to United States policymakers and military leaders foreign intelligence derived from communications and information systems, protecting national security systems, and enabling computer network operations. Yeah. All right, D. Are we getting this yet? D, the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, kind of a really cool name, And uh, to be honest with you, I'd heard of them, but only peripherally until this indictment. The National Geospatial Intelligence Agency was a combat support agency within DOD responsible for the exploitation and analysis of imagery, imagery intelligence, and geospatial information in support of the national security objectives of the United States and the geospatial intelligence requirements of DOD, the Department of State, and other federal agencies. Analysis of imagery. Yeah. Imagery intelligence. Mm -hmm. He also kept E, the National Reconnaissance Office. The National Reconnaissance Office was an agency within DOD responsible for developing, acquiring, launching, and operating space-based surveillance and reconnaissance systems that collected and delivered intelligence to enhance national security. What hasn't been compromised? Oh, wait a minute. The Department of Energy. No, wait. Yep. F, the Department of Energy. The Department of Energy was responsible for maintaining a safe, secure, and effective nuclear deterrent to protect national security, including ensuring the effectiveness of the United States nuclear weapon stockpile without nuclear explosive testing. Hello. Giving away the store. G, the Department of State and Bureau of Intelligence and Research. The Department of State was responsible for protecting and promoting United States security, prosperity, and democratic values. Within the Department of State, the Bureau of Intelligence and Research was a member of the USIC and responsible for providing uh, intelligence to inform diplomacy and support United States diplomats. Now we're on page nine, Trump's public statements on classic information. 
Unclassified information. That's right. Not classic rock. Classified information. Number 22. Ha. This is where they lay it out for you what Donald is using as a measuring stick. As a candidate for president of the United States, Donald Trump made the following public statements, among others, about classified information. A. On August 18th, 2016, Donald Trump stated, quote, in my administration, I'm going to enforce all laws concerning the protection of classified information. No one, no one will be above the law, end quote. B, on September 6th, 2016, Trump stated, quote, you also need to fight this battle by collecting intelligence and then protecting, protecting our classified secrets. We can't have someone in the Oval Office who doesn't understand the meaning of the word confidential or classified, end quote. On September 7th, 2016, Trump stated, quote, one of the first things we must do is enforce all classified rules and to enforce all laws relating to the handling of classified information, end quote. On September 19th, 2016, Trump stated, we also need the best protection of classified information. And finally, on November 3rd, 2016, Trump stated, service members here in North Carolina have risked their lives to acquire classified intelligence to protect our country. Number 23 is president of the United States on July 26, 2018. Trump issued the following statement about classified information. Quote, as head of the executive branch and commander-in-chief, I have a unique constitutional responsibility to protect the nation's classified information, including by controlling access to it, more broadly, the issue of brackets, a former executive branch officials in brackets, security clearance raises large questions about the practice of former officials maintaining access to our nation's most sensitive secrets long after, after their time in government has ended. Such access is particularly inappropriate when former officials have transitioned to highly partisan positions and seek to use real or perceived access to sensitive information to validate their political attacks. Any access granted to our nation's secrets should be in, further, in furtherance of national, not personal interest. <laughs> Remember that, folks. He's going to be hoisted by his own petard. Trump's retention of classified documents after his presidency, page 10 of 49, and we're going to cut it off right after we, we read this page. And, and we'll come back. Number 24, in January 2021, as he was preparing to leave the White House, Trump and his White House staff, including now, to packed items, including some of Trump's boxes. Trump was personally involved in this process. Trump caused his boxes, containing hundreds of classified documents, to be transferred or transported from the White House to the Mar-a-Lago Club. Just love that name. All right, number 25. From January through March 15th, 2021, some of Trump's boxes were stored in the Mar-a-Lago's white and gold ballroom in which events and gatherings took place. Trump's boxes were, for a time, stacked on the ballroom stage as depicted in the photograph below. Yeah, you can take a look at it, folks, in color and in black and white. In, uh, and we'll attach it. In March 2021, Nalta and others moved some of Trump's boxes, this is March of 2021, from the white and gold ballroom to the business center at the Mar-a-Lago Club. 
Number 27 on March 5th, 2021. An employee of the office of Donald J. Trump, Trump employee one, texted another employee of that office, Trump employee two, to ask whether Trump's boxes could be moved out of the business center to make room for staff to use it as an office. Trump's boxes. It sounds like a good name for a band. Anyway, Trump employee two replied, whoa, okay. So POTUS specifically asked Wall for those boxes to be in the business center because they were his quote unquote papers. Later that day, Trump employee one and Trump employee two exchanged the following text message. Trump employee two. We can definitely make it work if we move his papers into the lake room. Question mark. Trump employee number one. There is still a little room in the shower where his other stuff is. Is it only his papers he cares about? There's some other stuff in there that are not papers. Could that go to storage or does he want everything in there on property? Trump employee two. Yes. Anything that's not the beautiful mind paper boxes can definitely go to storage. Want to take a look at the space and start moving tomorrow a.m.? Question mark. Not the beautiful mind paper boxes. Okay, I have no idea. Number 28, after the text exchange between Trump employee one and Trump employee two in April of 2021, some of Trump's boxes <laughs> hit a D chord, clang, were, were moved from the business center to a bathroom and shower in the Mar-a-Lago's lake room as depicted in the photo below. We've all seen that. The hideous chandelier, the cheap plastic shower curtain and a sconce and brown and white. I thought it was for Micah, but it's got to be Marl. In twenty in number 29, in May of 2021, Trump directed that a storage room on the ground floor of the Mar-a-Lago club be cleaned out so that it could be used to store his boxes. The hallway leading to the storage room could be reached from multiple outside entrances, including one accessible from the Mar-a-Lago club pool patio through a doorway that was often kept open. Hello. No security at all. The storage room was near the liquor supply closet, linen room, lock shop, and various other rooms. Who knows who got in there? It's like, God damn. On June 24, 2021, Trump's boxes that were in the Trump's boxes, they were in the lake room, were moved to the storage room. After the move, there were more than 80 boxes in the storage room, as depicted in the photos below. Those photos also show a copy machine. <sighs> and we're going to stop right there on part 31. 13 pages into this 49-page indictment. Have fun. This is Just Ask the Question. I am your host, Brian Karam. Catch us for part two, Trump's Boxes. Catch you next time.